Hi there, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast with me, Russell Davis. This week, we're looking at the subject of what happens when you see someone pregnant, or what happens when someone tells you they're pregnant. We often have these situations that just trigger us in some way. They trigger maybe anger, pain, jealousy, all sorts of emotions. And sometimes we struggle with that. So what can we do to be more grounded in those moments? What can we do to stay calmer, more peaceful and more connected to our innate well-being, even at times like that? Well, let's dive in and find out. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe so you get further updates. And please do think about leaving a rating. It helps other people find the podcast, but also helps me know that people enjoy it and encourage me to do more. Loving you. One of the questions that get asked quite a lot is what do you do when you see someone else pregnant? What do you do when you find out someone else is pregnant? It doesn't have to be those particular scenarios, but we often have situations that trigger our own pain, fear, anxiety, distress. For me, it was seeing fathers with young children there was one instance when my best friend was telling me a story about how he was saying something funny to his son. And his son said, Daddy, Daddy, tell me again, tell me again. In that moment, suddenly it felt like someone just kicked me in the stomach. I just, the wind was taken out of me. And it's because I never thought I would hear someone call me Daddy. And that was what really struck me in that moment. And that's the thing about this emotional roller coaster. I think often we don't really acknowledge the level of grief that we can feel on this journey. And one thing about grief is it just shows up at the most unexpected times. Those who have lost loved ones know that grief comes and goes. Grief just catches you unaware. Grief just shows up at the most innocuous times. Something just triggers your memory or triggers a thought, triggers a you know, memory that brings up the grief. And it's sometimes we don't recognise that we haven't lost something we've had on this journey. We're grieving the child we haven't had, which can be just as painful as grieving a loved one in our lives, which is why I think often people don't kind of understand that. That's why people who haven't been on the journey find it quite hard to understand the depth of distress and pain and grief that we do feel on the journey. So what do we do with these situations that trigger us in this way? I think the first thing to say is that we can hate the experience. It's not pleasant. But that's very different to hating the fact you have the experience. Very subtle but profound difference, and let me explain what I mean by that. We can hate the experience because it's not pleasant. No one wants to feel that despair and that grief. 
but hating the fact you have it is almost resenting our experience. It's having thinking and feelings about our experience. So for example, I often refer back to toddlers because I think they're our purest form of self. They're our soul, how we came into the world that's not contaminated with the outside in insecure thinking we often pick up through life. Now a toddler can have a tantrum. They're not enjoying that experience. It's not pleasant. They're not enjoying it. But they've got nothing on it. They're not wishing they weren't having it. They're not trying to stop it. They're not trying to change it. They're not doing any kind of mindfulness or breathing. They're just being in it. And I think it's because deep down, their soul knows they're still okay. That it's okay to feel this. It doesn't mean anything. And that allows them to, to be in it, to express it, and it just moves on. That's the nature of thoughts and feelings. They come and they go if we allow them. What tends to cause problems is we have judgments, we have thinking about our experience. We think we shouldn't be having it, we're bad or wrong for feeling it. How do I stop it? So the first thing you say is, you're not bad or wrong for having any human experience. Your feelings are your thoughts coming alive in your nervous system. You can't control those. You're not bad or wrong for not being able to feel happy for a friend who's pregnant doesn't mean you're never going to feel happy. It just means what you're feeling in that moment, and that's okay. It's okay to honour that part of you. You're not a bad friend or not a nice person. No, you just have these feelings. That's okay. So the first thing is when we just allow our experience and don't judge our experience, it takes the power out of it. The more you judge your experience... You're giving that experience more power. It's more likely to happen again. It's more likely to hang around longer. Another thing to say is that if 100% of our experience is thought, nothing makes us feel anything. Someone, someone being pregnant doesn't make us feel anything. It's our thinking about that situation creates our experience. What happens is your emotion is saying you're no longer present. Your emotion is saying you're caught up into your imagination. Your emotion is telling you that you're making it about you in some way. You're making this situation about you. There is some kind of story, some narrative you're bringing to that scenario. That's what you're experiencing. And in my experience, it's often things like, it's never going to happen to me, or it's not fair, it happens to them so easily. For me, it was, I'm never going to have someone call me daddy. And these thoughts are very plausible, very realistic, but they're not truth. They're just your thoughts in that moment. I genuinely, genuinely believed that when that happened all those years ago. But it wasn't truth. Because I do have someone to call me daddy. So these thoughts are not reality. We may, and we're going to have those thoughts. We can't stop them. It's about noticing what they are. 
the more we see them for what they are, that takes the power out of them. If you believe the feeling means something, you're believing the story behind it. And if you truly believe it's never going to happen to you, then let's have a conversation because that's a limiting belief. Nothing can predict the future, not even your thinking. And it's not actually about having a baby. If you truly believe you're never going to have the feelings you think you're going to get when you have a baby, if you think having a baby gives you a sense of completeness, sense of purpose, sense of contentment, sense of worthiness, if you believe you're never going to experience those feelings, you need a baby to give you those, then again, let's have a conversation. Because that's a toxic goal, outside-in goal, thinking I'll be happy when. So sometimes our thinking highlights these patterns we fall into, they're stories, they're plausible, they're realistic, they're not actually true. They're not actually true. So, next time someone tells you they're pregnant, or you see someone pregnant, the best thing you can do is where possible, stay in the moment. And for me, one thing that anchors me back to this moment is my breathing. It's my breathing. Your body, your breath is always in the here and now. So if you're on a three-point plan, first thing is, have some self-compassion. Don't judge your experience. Allow it. And the more you allow it, the more it just moves on. Fresh thinking comes in. And maybe you can't show complete happiness in that moment. Maybe you need to fake it a little bit. That's okay. Don't judge yourself for that. You're doing the best you can with the resources you have available in any moment. We all are. No one can do better in any moment because we're doing the best we can with the thinking we have in that moment. Doesn't mean we can't, huh? we can't be different in the future. But in any given moment, we're doing the best we can. Everyone is. Because we're doing the best we can with the thinking we have in that moment. Our resources are available through thought in that moment. So self-compassion is the first thing. Second is, notice the experience. Allow it if necessary. Don't judge it. Don't fight it. Just be in it. And yeah, maybe in that moment, it's not appropriate to express it in that moment, depending on who you're talking with, who you're with. Maybe later on, it's okay to express that, to really feel it. Because when you judge, you shouldn't be feeling it. You just suppress it. And it comes out in other ways. Allow your feelings. Notice them, but don't go beyond noticing them. Don't judge them. Don't try to control them. And the third thing is, come back to the here and now. Breathe. Breathe into your body in this here and now. The more present you are, the more resourced you are in that moment. The more present you are, the more grounded you are. What I mean by that is the more you know you're okay for who you are. Everything you need in this moment is in this moment. Ooh.